Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from the The Time Sean went to Burma to find a billion-dollar meth lab, the Underworld Podcast with Danny Gold and Sean Williams episode of the Underworld Podcast. Claim. Intro. In today's episode, Danny is presenting a classic show as Sean is unavailable. The reason for his absence is the recent birth of his child. Congrats, Sean. And the team at the Underworld Podcast wants to give him a break to enjoy his new role as a father. This throwback episode features one of Sean's most daring undercover adventures, hunting for a $1 billion meth lab hidden deep within the jungles of Myanmar, a story he previously shared with GQ Magazine. Check out the GQ Magazine article. Hosts, Danny Gold, at Jasirius, and Sean Williams. Burma slash Myanmar, Rebels, Rule, and Drugs. Sean's lockdown birthday, despite being in Berlin, a city known for its vibrant nightlife, Sean spends his birthday recording the podcast. Sean's investigation, he searches for a $1 billion meth lab hidden in the jungles of Myanmar and writes an article for GQ magazine. King's Romans Casino, a unique city carved out of the jungle where Thailand and Lao meet on the Mekong River, featuring casinos, brothels, and restaurants. Architectural features, imitation marble columns, golden crowns, statues of historical figures, and various criminal activities. U.S. Treasury involvement, the Treasury has placed the casino under official sanctions due to its association with illicit activities. Drug trade comparison, Southeast Asian drug syndicates earn two to three times more than Mexican cartels in the cocaine trade. Si Chilop, this Canadian-Chinese kingpin, allegedly runs a drug empire worth nearly $18 billion. The machine, a massive meth lab hidden in Myanmar's forest, operated by skilled chemists from Taiwan and protected by bribed army officers and militants. Burma slash Myanmar, a politically complex country with around 30 different rebel groups, a ruling military that functions as a dictatorship, and contested name preferences. Golden Triangle Region, once primarily known for opium production, the region now has rebel-held mega-labs producing synthetic drugs, driving a global drug crisis affecting millions. Sean's journey in his search for the meth lab, he travels deep into rebel-held territory, encounters dangerous situations, and even sleeps rough on the banks of the Mekong River. A History of Resistance, Alliance, and Drug Trafficking in Myanmar British Colonization of Burma in the 19th Century British soldiers arrive in Burma and incorporate it into their empire Exploitation of natural resources, teak, oil and minerals, and local labor force Introduction of Western-style governance and administration Rangoon now Yangon, as a key trade hub Bustling harbor connecting South and Southeast Asia Lots of goods were exchanged, including opium. The cool climate of the northern highlands made it an ideal location for growing opium poppies. George Orwell's experience and observations in Rangoon influenced his works, such as 1984 and Animal Farm. Methamphetamine history Methamphetamine was first synthesized by a German scientist in 1887, widely used during World War II by German and Japanese soldiers to stay awake on the battlefield. After the war, tons of methamphetamine lay around in Asia and was rebranded as diet pills. Addiction to meth continued to grow, and it is now a major problem worldwide. 1948, Burma gains independence. Long-standing tribal grievances and warlords vying for power. 
internal conflicts and instability. The U.S. provides support for anti-communist rebels in the region. The rise of heroin production in the Golden Triangle. Shan State becomes a major production center. Drug trade funds armed rebel groups. The U.S. experiences a surge in heroin imports from the region. Ni wins 1962 coup and the Burmese way to socialism. Isolationist policies cripple the economy. Superstition and erratic decision-making. Increased power for rebel groups involved in the drug trade. Kunsa, a Chinese warlord, builds a drug empire in the Golden Triangle. Consolidates control over heroin production and distribution. Shan United Army grows in strength and influence. 20,000 troops armed with surface-to-air missiles. By the mid-1980s, the Golden Triangle becomes a major global source of heroin. Pumping out 45% of the world's heroin, Hunsa was doing half of it. Shan United Army supplied seven-tenths of all the heroin in America. 1988, Ni Win overthrown, military dictatorship ensues. Pro-democracy movement temporarily gains power. Military regains control, continuing the dictatorship. Kunsa's empire begins to decline due to regional shifts. The 1990s decline of heroin production in Myanmar and rise of Afghanistan as a major producer. Global heroin market shifts. Myanmar's military faces economic challenges and internal unrest. Agreements formed with rebel groups for regional control. United Wa State Army, ethnic group with a history of resistance and complex alliances. Originated from the Burmese Communist Army. Known for their fighting prowess and resilience. They were armed by the Communist Chinese and were known for being headhunters. Involved in the drug trade and regional power struggles. China's backing of Myanmar's hermit kingdom. Despite its size and isolation, this region in Myanmar has the backing of China, possibly due to strategic interests and shared borders. The 600,000 residents, including men and children, are conscripted into a 30,000-strong army equipped with outdated Cold War-era weapons and uniforms. Introduction of Yuma or Horse Pill A new pill called Yuma or Horse Pill was created, originally intended to help porters carry goods up mountains. However, the locals started consuming these pills recreationally, resulting in a massive surge in production and distribution across Asia. The drug, which is essentially a methamphetamine pill, was given the name Yaba in Thailand, meaning crazy pills. Yaba became increasingly popular among partygoers and workers looking to stay awake for long periods. Over time, other groups began producing meth pills and ventured into crystal meth or ice production, which is worth more than heroin on a pound-for-pound -pound basis. King's Roman Casino and owner Zhao Wei Zhao Wei, a wealthy Chinese businessman with interests in timber and casinos, owns the King's Roman Casino. He built a mini-China in the region, complete with imported Chinese goods and exotic animals on the menu. Zhao Wei realized he could profit from helping warlords smuggle drugs out of the region and import meth precursor chemicals from China. Beijing's anti-drug campaign and its impact on Zhao Wei In 2005, Beijing launched an anti-drug campaign, banning travel to the region and effectively cutting off Zhao Wei's primary source of income. In response, Zhao Wei secured a 99-year lease on a 38-square-mile patch of land, turning it into a special economic zone. 
Despite evidence of ongoing drug trafficking, local politicians are believed to be in Zhao Wei's pocket, rendering sanctions and other punitive measures ineffective. The region is difficult to access, with numerous black zones that are off-limits to foreigners, although bribery often allows for entry. The Golden Triangle's drug route, smuggling meth between India and China. Meth production in the Golden Triangle. The Golden Triangle region is historically known for opium production, and a shift has occurred toward methamphetamine in recent years. Myanmar's Shan State and Wa region are central to meth production due to their remote and poorly governed locations. Armed groups and the Burmese military protect meth labs, creating a permissive environment for drug production. Smuggling routes and borderlands. Drugs are smuggled primarily through India and China, exploiting their porous borders with Myanmar. The no-man's land between India and Burma is a hotbed for drug trafficking, where smugglers can operate with relative impunity. The Mekong River and sea routes are critical to moving drugs across borders, enabling drugs to reach as far as Australia. The role of casinos and money laundering. The rapid growth of casinos in Southeast Asia has created opportunities for money laundering from the drug trade. King's Romans Casino in Laos is a prime example of a casino involved in money laundering, linked to drug trafficking networks. The proliferation of casinos raises concerns about the potential for further corruption and the destabilization of regional economies. The international reach of meth trafficking. Methamphetamine from the Golden Triangle has spread to countries such as Singapore, Japan, and Australia, contributing to growing drug problems. Vulnerable populations, like Rohingya refugees, are exploited as drug mules, with traffickers often coercing or deceiving them into carrying drugs. International crime syndicates, like Canadian Chinese kingpin C.C. Lop, play a significant role in the drug trade, highlighting the global nature of the issue. Impact on Myanmar and its government The meth trade exacerbates criminality, corruption, and ethnic conflicts in Myanmar, particularly in the Shan state. The Burmese government's primary focus on maintaining power has led to indifference toward governance and the inability to address the drug problem. The creation of the new capital, Naypyidaw, represents a disconnection between the government and the rest of the country, further fueling locals' frustration with the authorities' incompetence. Inside Sean Williams' experience, chasing a billion-dollar meth lab. Sean and his team often face long waiting times. The majority of the job, 90% involved waiting at checkpoints. Waiting for logistics and security clearance was a common occurrence. Undercover tactics employed by Sean. Sean and his team wore disguises, such as pretending to be Christian missionaries, to bypass government checkpoints. They used phrases like peace be with you to maintain their cover. Sean and his team stayed in a hotel while waiting for their contacts to arrange their passage into the jungle. They made short trips for food and beverages but stayed mostly hidden, as they were not supposed to be in the area. Betrayal within the group One member of the group, referred to as the tattoo guy, stole a car, guns, and money, driving toward Laos. A U.S. national involved in the assignment asked Sean if he wanted pictures of the thief's body after he was killed. Sean declined and requested that they spare the man's life. Visiting a village near the scene of a recent drug bust, Sean and his team went to a tense village, where millions of dollars of meth and equipment had been seized by authorities. In the village's town hall, they found graffiti in English reading Fuck You. 
interacting with local teenagers. Sean's fixer, a former drug runner and meth addict, approached a group of teens for information. One teenager began to discuss the meth lab but was quickly silenced by his peers. The situation became tense and Sean's fixer grew scared, forcing the group to leave. The unsuccessful quest to find the billion-dollar meth lab. Despite embarking on a second trip and chasing cartels across the country, Sean and his team failed to locate the meth lab. However, the experience was an adventure filled with valuable lessons and insights. Sean and his team piloted over 100 miles along the Mekong River, witnessing its beauty. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.